Welcome into Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts with CPA and Personal Financial Specialist, Phil Putney. Now let's get rolling with today's show. Hey everybody, welcome back into Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts and Merry Christmas. We are That's right. Merry uh, Christmas. Holiday time of the year. How you doing, my friend? You doing all right? I'm I'm doing great. Doing great. Enjoying time with family. Yeah, it is uh, Christmas week. Uh, we're dropping this po- podcast, the second half of our 22 money resolutions for 2022. And so we will get into all that good stuff. But we hope everybody has a happy and safe holiday. So this is a few days, about four days or so before Christmas. So hope everybody has a good holiday and a happy new year. So let's uh, let's jump into these. Maybe some more of these will help us have a better new year, Phil. Sure. We covered the first 11, and if you didn't check that out, go check out the prior podcast we did a couple of weeks ago, and you can see that. We're going to pick it up on number 12 and move our way through. So, sure. Bill, check your credit. If it's been a while, this is something you can get done free annually. So, Yeah, so there's there's definitely some free options out there to, to yeah. check your credit. And I mean, a credit is, is one of those funny things anymore, even if you're maybe not as reliant on credit as you used to be. You've got your house paid off, you know. It still affects things. Oh, it, you know, it's funny with especially insurance, right? I mean, that's one of the key things insurance looks at. Your auto homeowner insurance looks at is your credit rating. Yeah, just because are, they, they're surprised by that. Most people don't realize that. Yeah. And they know, I mean, they've done studies to realize, okay, if you've got a poor credit, that can lead or mean that maybe you're a higher risk. Not to say you are. Right. There might be reasons you have that, but a right. good reason for you to, to make sure you're monitoring it to make sure there's not something going on that might end up affecting your insurance. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you get a bump in insurance all of a sudden and you're wondering what in the world's going on, maybe check your, your credit rating. I mean, unless you got that speeding ticket, that could be that you know case too. But true. <laughs> you know, and and a lot of times with the with the insurance thing, it's it's just it's just something some people don't realize, right? right. So, so many things, like even if you're not borrowing credit. Right. There's things that it can affect you on. So just check it. It's free right. a, once a year, at least. Anyway. It, yeah. And I mean, it, to that point, it's pretty inexpensive to, to get a monitoring service to where you can check what's going on. And it's not, yeah. that's not a bad investment to do. I do it personally. In the day and age we live in digital, your information is pretty easy to get. And yeah. unfortunately, somebody can open up credit cards and all sorts of stuff. And if you're not finding out until all of a sudden you're getting certified letters saying, Hey, you owe us $20,000 and you yeah, have, you know, exactly. behind it payments. And you're really, yeah. what are you talking about? So yeah, exactly. Well, you know, actually, since you mentioned like, you know, you could do a subscription or like a fee, yep. uh, that kind of goes to my next one, 13, check your fees. Now yes. I could go from the angle of, you know, advisory fees and mm-hmm. investment fees. And we talked about that a lot, but let me also remind folks that it's a good time when you go back to one of the topics that we did earlier, which was kind of putting together a, a tracking sheet to know what you're spending. Yeah. Um, go through and look at that. Cause you may, and also the age of subscription services, Oh yeah right? You may be spending a lot more than you realize. We all started cutting the the cable cord and going to streaming because it was way cheaper. Well, now (laughs) it used to be, but yeah, yeah, 15 different streaming services and it winds up adding out to the cable bill again. So that's just something you could check. Yeah. I mean, it's going back to your credit card bill, you know, look at that every month to say, okay, what's on here? What's this reoccurring charge for? And do I really use it anymore? Do I need it? Yeah. You know, to the point of what we talked about even insurances and auditing that. Well, audit your your credit card bills, your debit statements, whatever it is that, that you have those monthly reoccurring expenses on. And mm-hmm. do we really need it? Are we using it? Yeah, you got you got uh, Amazon Prime, 
which comes with like the Amazon video and Amazon music, yeah. but then you're paying for Spotify, but you're also paying for Disney and you're also paying for Netflix. And then you're also paying and Hulu and you got all the, yeah, I mean, yeah. And the next thing you know, you got all these different things. So that's yeah. an area that you could definitely check. And then of course the other part of that, which was what we were going to go with for the retirees and stuff is just checking your investments or at least having your advisor to make sure your fees are where you need them to be as well. Right. Yeah. And with anything, I mean, you know, fees are one of the pieces of the, the overall pie or puzzle, so to speak, to understand. It doesn't mean that fees are bad. No. doesn't mean, you know, the subscriptions you're, you're paying are bad. It, are, you, yeah. are you getting, you know, are you getting value for what you're paying? Exactly. That's really what it comes down to. Yeah. Know, are you receiving I mean, that value? So. Yeah, if you want to use, the, if you want to think about your investment value fees, like the fees that you're paying for your investments, and you think, ah, I, I don't want to pay any fees at all or whatever, think about use the Disney uh, example. So mm -hmm. if you're a grandparent, is it you know you might not be watching Disney that much, but I bet it's a heck of a lifesaver when the grandkids come over. Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> right. Disney Plus, it's a value. <laughs> right. So you know, what's the value? All right. Yep. Uh, number fourteen on our list of twenty-two. Share your knowledge. Here's an interesting one. Uh, pretty easy. Look, if you're working yeah. with a great advisor, if you're working with somebody or any kind of financial professional that's really helping you out, share that information with friends, family, loved ones, or whatever, and let them know that, hey, this is a good resource. Or, you know, like, uh, the, I don't know, podcast maybe, you know? Oh, hey, there you go. Imagine that. Yeah. yeah, yeah you're finding that. value from this. Share that. Pass it on to your your friends and family. What was, yeah, your, I mean, what was the old G.I. Joe thing? Uh, now you know, and knowing's half the battle. So. That's right. That's right. It is, you know, the, the reality, you know, once you understand something, make sure you're sharing that with your friends and family, you know? Yeah. And I mean, that's a funny thing because there's, you know, I, I always hear from clients, well, but my, you know, my brother said this or my, you know, not, not a hot stock tip. Yeah. Not the hot stock tip, right. not the, you know, but take it with a grain of salt with those kind of things, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, financial, financial resources, literacy, yeah. things of that nature. Yeah. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah, I just had a, uh, I just had a gentleman over here not too long ago helping me with some stuff. He's a musician friend uh, of mine as well. And he's got a, his own business as well. And we were chatting about some things from mm -hmm. a, uh, how you pay yourself as a business owner and as right. a business employee. And I was sharing some information with him and he's like, you know, I just never even thought about that. So same kind of thing, right? Mm -hmm. You never know when you can pass along some nice information, not sure. just passing along, oh, you should check out XYZ because it's a cool stock tip. That Not necessarily right, that. Right, right. Again, uh, true good information. Uh, again, financial literacy, pass it on. Field number 15, look for more donation opportunities uh, You know, throughout yeah. the year. I mean, we tend to look at it at this time of the year, but is right. that something we can look forward to in the new year? Yeah, I mean, and it really should be part of your overall plan. If you're charitably inclined, um, there are a lot of strategies relating to how you set up your donations to give you more of an advantage from it. Um, you know, in today's environment from a tax standpoint, because the standard deduction has been raised to such a high limit, right? not many people benefit for giving chari charitable donations. Not to say that should be the reason you're donating. No. But if you are donating, make sure you're taking advantage of how that's structured to, oh. to get the, the most tax advantage you can out of it. So. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and again, you know, the itemizing to Phil's point might not be there, but right. regardless, if you're going to do it, ask if there's any benefit you can receive from it as well. It doesn't make you a bad person because you obviously want to give anyway. So sure. uh, 16, review your tax bracket. That seems a little weird. Kind of like, well, how do I do that? You know, instead of just waiting until tax time. So yeah. this again might be something to have a conversation with your advisor. 
Yeah, and this is actually something we do with um, the majority of our clients. This time of year, we're running tax projections, seeing where they're at for the year. We're looking at Roth conversions, making sure we're taking advantage of the brackets. And we've got a plan set up already to say, okay, this is what we want to to do every year from a bracket standpoint. So. Uh, well, you mentioned Roth conversion, so you're jumping ahead on me. That's our next one, 17. Oh. So review your tax bracket, but then also, I, I like, I've been saying this all week, Phil, because it, the way this is written out, I feel like one of those voiceover guys on uh, pharmaceutical commercials. You know, ask your advisor if a Roth conversion is right for you. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of people are. You said yourself, we were just talking yep. in between taping of this uh, podcast, and you said you've been you know, kicking some booty on these lately. Yeah. I mean, it's nothing new for us. This is part of our process. We have clients we've been working with for years, have a Roth conversion strategy in place. This is the time of year though, that we review it in this fourth quarter, taking a look at where they're at from a tax bracket to the the point prior, you know, and then making sure whatever that plan calls for, we're we're taking advantage of those through Roth conversions. Yeah. Um, You know, definitely something to consider maybe convert to the point where we don't move a tax bracket. Right. I mean, that could be the case, you know, understanding where you're at in the bracket, filling up that bracket, you know, Uh, but whatever your plan is, or if you don't have a plan, work with your advisor and getting a plan to to take advantage of the tax brackets, you know, to make sure you're not getting caught by surprise later down the road. So, well, if you, okay. So let me ask, play devil's advocate here. If you, feel like taxes are going to go up and you're one of those folks that are super adamant that they are. And I think we all agree that they are. It's just a matter of right. when. Uh, and you want to go ahead and do like some mega conversions, even if that does kick you up a bracket, is that something that you can still like, is that something that people can or should do, or at least consider if you've got the money for it, right? right. Is it, or do you still, is it still one of those things where you say, look, just because you can afford it doesn't mean you should do it. Let's still be responsible. Do you have to have that kind of interesting conversation? Yeah, absolutely. You should never go into a, a Roth conversion just looking at it and saying, yeah, I think I'm going to do a conversion this year. You know, My advisor said I should fill up this bracket, so let's just do it. It, it should be a part of a plan. Okay. You should have already run all the math behind it to say, yeah, I understand we're, we're moving up maybe a bracket or two from where we're at today, mm-hmm. knowing that ultimately we're going to get there maybe later on anyways, right? So okay. if, if all we're doing is just avoiding the inevitable, and once RMDs hit, we're going to get pushed up there. And, and now we've lost some opportunity. Okay. Why don't we just do it today? Take advantage of the lower brackets today. Cause we are based on the current law in a, a lower bracket situation today, all the, you know, all the brackets, except for the bottom one are lower, you know, yeah. but they're slated to go back at the end of 2025. So, you know, take advantage of that at least. Yeah. So, okay. But okay. yeah, it should really come down to a plan. Roth isn't one of those things that you want to say, Oh, that sounds good. I think I'll do that this year. I got an extra hundred grand. Let me go ahead and convert. Yeah. Okay. I mean, not the right decision. You might want to, but again, only after you talked with your advisor and it's the right. 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 Uh, all right. Number 18 of our 22, Phil, we're getting there. Update paycheck withholdings. It's the end of the year. You yep. probably have gotten hit up if you're, if you're working already about this or if nothing mm-hmm. else, they're starting to hit you up uh, about, you know, updating your insurance for the next year and so on and so forth. So if right. you want to make a change, now's a good time to do so. Yep. Yeah. And for retirees, I mean, this is a, a real key because it gets a little bit quirky, if you want to call it that way, in retirement because of pensions and household security works and all these various sources of income. So make sure you're covered. Have that discussion with your advisor. Run tax projections. Again, that's what we've done with, with our clients in this fourth quarter, looking at just that. How much have they paid in? You know, Are they going to have a balance due? Not. 
right. making yeah. sure that we're, we're covered. Personally, how I like the plan is maybe owing a little bit, getting a little bit of a refund back is ideal. You know, having a big balance due, probably not a good idea because you're going to end up with a penalty. But on the flip side of that, I never want to see a big refund coming back either because you've just given an interest-free loan to the IRS for how many months, so... Yeah. Yeah. The sweet, I've heard people say the sweet spot is, is between 500 and 500. Either yep. they owe you 500 or you owe them 500. Anything between that and zero. Right. Is like kind of a sweet spot. Yep. You're, you're good. As long as you have a little bit back or, or balance due, you're, you're okay. So. Okay. Uh, number 19, rebalancing the portfolio. That sounds complicated, mm -hmm. Phil. How do I do that? Well, again, it should come back to a plan and understanding, you know, what, how is the money positioned from a risk from a need standpoint? And then just rebalancing back to whatever your strategy is, whether for us, it's that buckets, then I'll soon and later buckets, you know, so we're, when we're doing Roth conversions, that's moving money around. So we're, we're rebalancing at that point. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're following more of an asset allocation, definitely rebalancing at some strategy at some point, you know, whatever that is that you're working with your advisor, right. um, it shouldn't just be a set it and forget it. Right. Cause you're, if you do, you're going to get way off track at some point. Well, people might be going, well, I mean, how do I even do it? And they might be surprised to know that a lot of times if you're using a portal or whatever with mm -hmm. your investment tools, that a lot of these, there's a button you can check and they will auto rebalance for you. Right. Um, and if you had a target date fund, they're supposed to be doing that anyway. Right. So again, if you're, but if you're not sure how to do that, it's a great reason to talk with your advisor or get one to say, yep. Hey, I want to make sure that there's a number of these items on here that, you know, an advisor can definitely, well, they can help you with all of them, but there's a number that you really should talk to an advisor on doing and maybe rebalancing is one of those, but it is something you can do pretty easily on your own. Uh, all right. Number 20, plan out your strategy to transition to retirement. Now this is for obviously for our pre-retirees that are getting close to the end of the working career. Uh, and, and again, it sounds really overly complicated and fancy uh, plan out the transition. That's, that's a lot of work. It sounds like but all I'm saying is what do you want retirement to look like? Do you want to work at all? Yep. Do you want to work a little, right? Mm -hmm. Just do you want to work part-time or do you want to cold, cold turkey? That's all. Yeah. I mean, there, there's two ways to approach it. I mean, you can just kind of jump in and here we are, we're, you know, we're retired. And now I got to start pulling money out of the account and just start doing it. And I mean, that's one strategy, you know, things are going to happen that you didn't plan for as far as taxes and all the, the various aspects in retirement, right. or you can have an actual plan. I, you know, I call it the, the default government plan, right? If you just go into retirement, I mean, social security, they don't care when you file, you're going to get whatever the number is. Yeah. There's a good strategy for you based on your situation. Same thing with taxes, right? Right. So, yeah, I, I would encourage you to, to plan a strategy out. Take a look at the scenarios to see how do we best position ourselves for retirement. And it helps relieve a lot of that stress that you get there, too, that you know, oh, yeah. hey, it works. You know, I, I can mean, comfortably whole, retire at this point. Yeah, if you want to do the whole thing, definitely get together and get a good strategy, put together a good plan. But even yep. if you just have not done any thought process to it yet and just ask yourself, what do I want to do, mm -hmm. right? So yep. even if you just do that at the minimum, that'll help. So again, right. it's all just little tidbits to kind of get ourselves moving forward in 22. Uh, and we're on 21, so we're almost there. Uh, Phil, consolidate accounts. So if, again, this kind of goes back to the junk drawer from the first half, right? Yep. We kind of talked about organizing that financial life. So if you've got, I don't know, four 401ks and, and yep. five IRAs and so on and so forth, pull them together under one uh, blanket, if you will, and, and make your life easier. Yeah. So if you're that, that financial collector, so to speak, where you've got, you know, all these 401ks, you left this company and now I left the 401k there and 
maybe even for, I've had that with some clients. And as we started to work together, they're like, oh, you know, I forgot about this one. And that was great. Found money. And all wild, of a sudden, man. hey, I've got another, you know, $5,000 or $100,000, whatever it is. But yeah, I mean, it, it makes it easier if it's all consolidated together. You know, you can now track it. You can see where it's at. Yeah. Make it part of your plan, you know, yep. so you know yeah. exactly what it is. You don't lose track of it. I have had some clients I've met with that, unfortunately, they've had that discussion. And, you know, I thought I had an account there and they've spent a lot of time and they couldn't find it, hmm. you know, which is a terrible feeling to have to sure. think, oh, I, I thought I had an account, but it's gone just because you lost track of it. Yeah. You know, that's not good. Well, that goes back to the uh, the tracking a little bit. It goes yep. back to the consolidation or the junk drawer, excuse me, again, because if you do consolidate, you won't have so many of those envelopes in the drawer that I mentioned on that. Yes. And again, it just kind of, it, they all, a lot of this stuff on this list, folks, these 22 items, they all work together with a synergy, you right. know, to kind of help make things a little easier moving forward financially. We're going to do the, the weight loss resolution. We're going to do the go to the gym resolution. We're going to do all that stuff. We're going to do the financial. Got to get my finances right in 2022. So we're yeah. trying to help you with that. This so this is a real easy one to do too. So, yeah, you know, really easy. Most get of them the consolidated so you don't have a, a lot of different accounts to yeah. manage. So. And, and the mailman will thank you too because you won't be delivering all true. those extra statements. So. That is true. He will be very happy. Well, again, most of the stuff on this list is pretty easy. We've gone through 21 of the 22. Yeah. Uh, the easiest one you can really do was back on number six, which is meet with a financial professional and they will help you do pretty much all of this we'll, stuff. Yeah. We'll review all of these yeah. at some so point my, in time. So exactly. So my final one, Phil is super easy. Uh, number 22 money resolutions for 2022 is just listen to more episodes of this podcast in the coming year. So there subscribe you go. On hit the Apple. subscribe button. There That's you go. Right. Uh, the heart, it's a little heart button or whatever on Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher, uh, yep. YouTube, you hit the subscribe button on YouTube, whatever the case is. So lots of easy ways to stay connected with Phil. You go to philstaxhacks.com. That's philstaxhacks.com. Now, whether you live in the Michigan area, which is where he's based out of or not, he's got clients all over the place. So yep. uh, reach out to him. We've had, you know, many people send us emails and things. So just feel free to follow the podcast. And again, whatever platform you like to use, and you can find it all at philstaxhacks.com. Again, philstaxhacks.com. And Phil, with that, happy holidays to you, my friend. I hope you have you a too. Great Merry Christmas. Time. Yeah, exactly. And I'll see you in January. That's right. Hard to believe. 22. So we'll be there right around the corner. Folks, we'll see you next time on Phil's Tax Hacks and other retirement facts. Investment advisory services offered through AFS Wealth Management. The content of this program is provided for informational purposes only and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Investments and or investment strategies involve risk, including the possible loss of principal. There is no assurance that any investment strategy will achieve its objectives.